Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. It is the oldest international rugby competition in the world, dating back almost <clears throat> almost a century and a half. It's also one of the most fiercely contested and the source of great banter and pride between six of Europe's oldest nations. I'm speaking about, of course, the Six Nations Rugby Championship, which starts tomorrow when Ireland travel to Marseille to play France. The Six Nations is a big business as well as a big tournament. Its chair is Ronan Dunn, who is the guy who presented the trophy to Johnny Sexton in Dublin last year. Good morning, Ronan. Good morning. How are you this morning? Not too bad, uh, Ronan. Um, I'm guessing you're hoping to present a trophy uh, to another Irish captain this year, but you're probably too neutral to say it as the chair of the Six Nations. Well, I, I look forward to presenting a trophy at the end of the tournament, uh, both to the men's, the uh, age group and to the women's. So one of the perks of the job. Yes, it is indeed. And you get to go to all the great matches as well. Uh, you were hired not because you were a rugby guy, but because you used to run major technology companies, including Verizon and O2. I guess that says a lot about the Six Nations. It does. And as you said in the introduction, it is rugby's greatest championship. But even a great championship has the opportunity to continue to grow and innovate bring the best of technology, bring our fans closer uh, to the action. And whether it be Netflix that uh, launched last week, whether it be simple innovations like putting names on the back of shirts, whether it be the instrumented mouth guards that are being implemented at uh, senior level rugby this year, there's lots of opportunities for us to innovate while at the same time showcasing all the classic values of an amazing tournament. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you about any innovations in, in the forthcoming series. So will we see um, Irish surnames at the back of their jerseys? Because it wasn't last year. You will see them on all of and And some may have noticed that in the warm-up games for the World Cup, uh, all of the teams yeah, have their names on, but all of the Six Nations will have their names on their shirts uh, this year. Um, other things that we're innovating around, we have a smart ball, which will provide additional data and insight for for fans and broadcasters uh, alike. As I mentioned, we have instrumented uh, mouth guards. So we continue to innovate both um within the commercial side of things, bringing partners like Guinness who have joined us, not just for the men's tournament this year, but are now sponsoring the women's tournament. Uh, But particularly around the field, I think we'll have an even better relationship with broadcasters this year to give more access to fans and a better understanding of what's going on. Okay. Now, you mentioned Guinness. Um, There will be some, of course, who will say that having 0.0 0.0 after the brand on the pitch is a kind of a fig leaf to get around health concerns. Well, look, the truth is that there has been an explosion of interest in non-alcoholic uh, drinks. And I think that's a fantastic thing, whether they be spirits, whether they be beers, other things. So we very much see, you know, absolutely the message of responsible drinking, but the opportunity to afford people uh, participate in the event without having to consume alcohol, I think is a fantastic innovation. Oh, well, you're talking to a guy who did dry January, so I appreciate that. Uh, Me too. M- more than two. Uh, so are, are you having a few pints this evening, Ronan, perhaps? Well, I shall be. I, I'm travelling very early tomorrow morning uh, to Marseille, as you might imagine, for the opening of the tournament. And uh, I think, I'm hoping... So just the six this evening then, just the six. <laughs> now, what, what about gambling companies? Would you allow them to be one of the major sponsors? 
Well, look, I think um, in all of our uh, sports as they as they develop, there is a role, whether it's for fantasy, whether it's uh, for gaming around uh, the sport. I, I, I think we would want to uh, just be careful about the way we evolve uh, that. The nature of um, rugby is that it's actually about the camaraderie. It's, yes, it's highly competitive, but one of the spirits of it is the fact that you'll go after the game with the opposition fans and you'll celebrate or commiserate in each other's company. So while I think there's always a role for, um, uh, you know, sports betting, but more particularly fantasy and other things, I don't think it's really a focus for us in a, in a sport like rugby. Okay. And should the six nations, which is a wealthy tournament compared to so many others, should it be setting aside money for future injury claims, brain injury claims and head injury claims from players? The, the important thing to understand there is that the Six Nations operates the tournament. It's not contractually related to the players at all. That's a matter for the individual unions who have the relationships, be they centrally contracted or through through clubs. What Six Nations does is it distributes all of its surplus back to the unions to allow the unions to invest in the game, innovate around player welfare and well-being, but also into grassroots. So that's how Six Nations contributes to the overarching well-being of the game. Okay, and there's been a fair bit of talk about expanding the Six Nations to seven or possibly eight. Any progress on that? So it's never been a specific strategy of uh, Six Nations itself. There has always been lots of speculation. But it's important that there is innovation uh, around the game. So, for example, this year you will see that A internationals are coming back so that teams outside the Six Nations can have the opportunity to play against quality opposition and continue their development, whether that be the Georgias, the Romanias, Portugal, Spains. And the other thing that we're doing is we're innovating the Autumn Nations series into the Autumn Nations Cup, which will create a structured competition between the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. So in doing that, what we're trying to do is expand the audience while at the same time making sure that the uh, the burden on players, it's not more games, but it's more games that matter, games with consequence. And I think that's how we're approaching things overall. So I don't think the structure of the Six Nations is the issue. It's how do we make sure that there's active participation for um, major countries who are outside the Six Nations. Who do you think is going to win it? Oh, I'm an independent chair. Uh, I, of course, with, <laughs> with, with the Dublin accent, accent. <laughs> have, a, have a little bias, yeah, shall we say. Look, I think it's an amazing uh, tournament this year. And I genuinely think it's much harder to call than perhaps uh, last year, where I think uh, Ireland were worthy, worthy favourites. Um, I did meet Johnny Sexton at the launch of the Netflix uh, series the other day. And I said, uh, I, I hope I have the opportunity to present another trophy to uh, to an Ireland captain. But whether that be under 20s, which we also uh, won last year, or mm. whether it be the men's or the women's, we shall see. Thanks, Ronan. And have a great day in Marseille tomorrow. That's Ronan Dunn, the chair of the Six Nations Rugby. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.